0: Welcome to the boom or bust nrl fantasy podcast 2023 if you like what you hear today make sure to follow us at boom or bust nrl on facebook and instagram and subscribe to the podcast welcome to our round 22 teamless tuesday podcast i'm your host stuart lord and tonight i'm joined by mitch brown expert physio how are you going oh good thanks mate how are you Doing well for a Tuesday, back in the saddle after a week off. Uh, and we also got uh, Adam Middleton. How are you going? Yourself? Good, you good, mate. So let's get started with this week. So guys, uh, I've only cracked 1,000 twice this year. I thought I was going to crack it a third time. Got 9.99, so which was good, but uh, obviously the Cleary update hurt me a little bit. Cost me a couple of head-to-heads. How about yourself, Mitch?
1: Yeah, 9.44. I'm at rank 6,705, so that's not the best. But as I said a few weeks ago, I've got five rounds to make a bit of a surge like I did last year. Oh,
0: that's it, mate. People start running our trades very shortly. And I think a few people got a lot of worries this week. How about yourself, Adam?
2: Yeah, not too bad. 9.58. So I'm sitting at 858. So I've got like 10 trades left, making a surge
0: Yep. Oh that's really good, mate. So yeah, I'm uh I'm sitting around where I was around twenty six, so I was hoping to make a bit of a push last week, but obviously some bad scores or average scores meant it didn't happen. Uh look, one the things we got wrong last week. Look, I don't know, yeah, I, it was wrong. I captain Cleary. Uh it was always a risk, but I was pushing for ranks, didn't get it, so I just kind of held where I was, even though other guys did well. Uh how about yourself, Adam? What what happened with you? Oh mate, I I
2: played Moses and Buller as well. Yeah, yeah. Moses will
0: come later on. I'm tempted to flick him to DCE at the end of it. Oh mate, it might be a bit earlier. They got a few easier games coming up, but uh, I must say, I was uh, I was watching that game live with a friend of the podcast, Dean, and he had Moses, and I was giving him like uh, every couple of minutes updates. Oh, he's down to minus seven. Oh, he's back up to minus three. Oh, he's down to minus five.
2: How do you? How are you a half, two tries, and only smoke get out of 35? That is oh. the most
0: ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen. Oh, mate. I, I was I was starting to look up the uh, largest number of demerits in the game, but I didn't quite get that by far. Uh, how about you, Mitch? <laughs> um,
1: I, I kept Buller one too many weeks, due. I saw that he had that soft run, and it paid dividends for me the week prior when he punched out uh, 69, and I felt, you know... St. George left side attack defense, St. George right side defense. He was going to have a bit of a day and uh, he didn't. He only had 28 points. He was pretty ordinary and the Tigers attack sort of floundered. So I'll be looking to probably move on from Buller because if you can't play well against St. George, then you're going to have trouble playing against most teams.
0: I gotcha. Look, we'll wait for the Tigers one because I think it'll be a little bit, little bit better this week because they, they got some uh, troops back this week, but we'll, we'll get to it. I'm sure that'll come up let's let's talk about uh the leagues so head-to-head mode is still in uh regular season maca shark attack despite copying that moses uh 35 got 1039 so well done to you mate it's like fourth time he's come first he's giving me a hard time about that uh mitch's competitive head-to-head league one mitch what happened there First round of qualifiers
1: uh, this week's due, and our top score, which uh, it's just deleted, was 1026. And if you give me one second, it was from. Uh, there we go. Team Kakafugu, uh, Alex Blackie, who's been a pretty good. Uh, Player throughout the whole year, and I'm just looking at his team, he's going to be pretty tough to beat through the rest of the season. 1,026 is no joke last week. Yeah, that's a strong team. Yo, Haas, and Horsburgh in the middle. Yeah, it's a good team. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's probably nice. as good as the middles get, doesn't it? Yes,
0: uh, This week. Uh, and looking at competitive league number two, Nordic Beef, Nathan Affleck, uh, 1,025. I think that one goes into finals mode uh next week so it's slightly different in this one guys uh but uh then in nick's newbie mode he's not here tonight but he did send them through very thoughtfully so uh nick despite not being here top scored in newbie league number one uh and it looks like there are a few winners here so uh mcdowell5 ringo huns Boers and delete app all won their initial finals and then moving over to the other side over here, Newbie League number two, uh, Nick again cleaned up on his, uh, but they've got a couple of weeks until finals. Now it looks like some have finals this week and other ones don't. Bit of chaos from the uh, boom and bust guys, right? Anyway, Mitch, a bit more chaos
1: also on the injury front. What's been happening with the injuries? Mate, there's some absolute shockers here this week. So let's crack in Dalvinuk and biceps tear. Uh, that's going to require surgery, and 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 uh, well, he'll be out for the rest of the season. Clearly, Stu. Just a question for you: Do you know what part of the biceps was it? Did it say it was the distal biceps, or was it uh, no, more it, up the top of the shoulder?
0: It it just said biceps, mate. It said he had yeah. gone into surgery.
1: It's most likely what we saw with. Uh, it wasn't Herbie Farmworth from the Broncos. Who was it? He did it twice. Uh, gosh. It's left. Kobe Maybe Maybe Heatherington. Anyway. Kobe Hetherington, thank you. So, you know, that's that's a good three to four-month recovery for Dale and he'll have to take his time with it because we have seen that recur. Teague Wilton, he's out for a knee for the rest of the season. Tanielle Paseca, MCL Rupture, that'll be out for the regular season. So, I'm presuming that's a grade three. We saw with Brian To'o, oh, that was eight weeks. So, um That'll that might be him done right through the finals as well, Josh Alloway, So recurrent shoulder
0: dislocation. You've got his Stu, happening frequently throughout yeah, the ap- game. Apparently, it happened like the, they took him off when it happened the third time. And look, I thought he broke his arm or his wrist due to the way that he was holding it. You know that yep. stillness. Yep. Yep. When he went off, uh, but apparently, they're apparently the, he's named this week. I'm
1: wondering if. I'm not quite sure what to say about that because coming out two or three times during a game, I'm wondering if it's subluxing, uh, which means not a total dislocation, but what you just described how he was holding it to me does sound like a full-on dislocation that required relocation. So, you've got to wonder if there's uh, sort of a bit of bone chipped off there that will likely require surgery. I mean, three times in a game is a lot. Uh, And perhaps what they've done is they've sort of gone, well, it can't get much worse as long as we can keep putting it back in will continue to send him out there and Manly are still a chance to make the eight. So, perhaps this week if they get done by St. George, who have a good record against them, we might see him on the list for surgery next week. Mm. Uh, Sean Lane, geez, what a shocking season. I'm glad I, I, I nearly picked him up last week. Uh, but I wanted, to see, I wanted to see how he sort of came back after that hamstring injury. Elbow dislocation, same deal. That comes with about a six to eight-week recovery, Uh, so we won't see him for the fantasy season. Jeremiah and AC joints, they've listed him at six weeks. That means it's a minimum of grade two. Once again, I, I think the Cowboys will try and take that slow. And what I mean by that is I can't see us seeing him to the finals because they're making a bit of a surge. Griffin Neen out with an HIA graystone Stone. Broken hand, not requiring surgery, but I would imagine that'll be about three to four weeks out. And uh, Maruta Nakore is out with an HIA, but they have a bye this week, so we should see them coming back uh, with no problems. Uh, Stu, Naughty Corner.
0: Uh, yeah, mate. So, uh, let's... Mate, this is the longest one this year. I don't know what happened on the weekend, right? Whether it was, you know, people been watching the WWE. We have <laughs> nine ten this is great podcast listening watch listen me count 18 charges right and the NRL's richer by it looks like about 150 grand here so uh which is ridiculous uh so looking nah probably not that much the big ones this week is that nico hines has avoided uh getting suspended for a spray against the refs and only got a fine for tripping and because it's his first offense, that is good. A uh, big one is uh, Tarek Sims is out for uh, two matches with a careless high tackle. Uh, Martin is power with his knee. <laughs> did you guys see that, Adam? Did you see that one? No, I didn't actually. What? Oh, yes. When he almost KO'd um, Graham a. That's it. Exactly right. Just went up high, so he copped three matches for that. That was pretty crazy. Marnie,
1: Marnie clearly doesn't watch the other games. You've got to use your forearm when you're trying to break people's jaws, not your
0: knee. Gosh. <laughs> I, I get a feeling it's one of those, it's just a brain snap on his part. Like, he's lifted the other knee first, right? And he's gone for the other one too. It's just an absolute brain snap. Uh, and oh, just-
2: how did he not get longer, though? Like, Seriously.
1: Yeah, I, I ended up Then how did Tino injured? get no time? How did Tino get no time? You know, <laughs> like, it's like, we're constantly asking these questions, aren't we, really? That's
0: yeah. it. Yeah, about the same amount of time. So, uh, Jack DeBellin avoids being suspended for his attempted chicken wing. Jesse Arthur's cops a week. And there was one more uh, Jesse Calhoun. He cops a one-match suspension. So, apologies to anyone who brought him in last week because he wasn't playing that well and then he got suspended. All right, Uh, and guys, just a reminder, Warriors have the buy next week, Bulldogs next week, Cowboys round 24, Broncos round 25, Rabbitohs 26, Eels 27. Always keep that in mind when buying players from these teams. So guys, let's kick off. Mitch, Broncos versus Roosters, Thursday night, so interesting, and it's at the Gabba. What are we looking at? Uh, so,
1: for the Broncos, Tom Flegler foot returns, but Kevin Walters is without suspended duo, Jesse Arthurs and Marty Tapau. That sees Dane Marina come back onto the wing and Brendan Picau join the pack. For the we Roosters, the uh, we get back Locke Victor Radley to face the Broncos and Nathan Brown shifts back to the bench and Sia Wong drops out of the 17. So, Stu, so you've got a number of players in here uh, that you're asking if we can bring back with that
0: buy. What are your thoughts, mate? Mate, oh, there's there's a few. So basically, the the answer is is that depends on if you're playing overall or head to head. I think there's only a couple of guys that you probably could. And look, Haas, Walsh, Carrigan, and Stags. Uh, l- let's take out Stags from there. Because he had an exceptional game last week, but he's been so up and down all year. I reckon you can only carry one of Haas, Walsh, or Carrigan. Yep. So take your poison, but you can carry one, right? Did anyone tackle. watch Haas last week to see how
1: impeded he was with that foot?
0: Yeah, I don't think he was. I think they just gave him extra rest for the minutes because they, yep. once the game got away a little bit, they basically played him through the first 40. And then once they sort of got on top, they just gave him a bit of a rest. They didn't need to redline him. So I think we should see him closer to the back to full form this week. Well, they kind of have to
1: play him, don't they? Because the Broncos are at risk if they don't play their cards right of uh,
0: not finishing quite where they should on the NRL ladder, yeah? That's it. And I, I imagine that they'll be they'll be looking for a top two finish. So, but the Warriors, obviously the Panthers are up yeah. there too, and the Warriors are right behind them, so they can't afford to slack off too much. So, But they will probably clock some of these guys off early. So that's the other danger, guys, is that uh, a lot of them, the may clock off a little bit early in the tougher games guys like Reese walsh will struggle a little bit more he's a bit of a flat track bully uh so on your side adam so what are what are you thinking about the broncos
3: um i've actually
2: got a question for for most solicitors I, I i'd imagine that a lot of people would tempted to bring back us or would you be interested with the buy, would you be interested to go someone like Horsborough or JDB or something? What do you what do you reckon, Mitch?
1: Uh gosh. Um I don't think you could go wrong with either of them. I did think that JDB was a little bit down on energy last game, Haas. You know they've got something to play for. I think I'd probably be looking to go for Haas and Horsburgh over Jack de just because both those players have something to to play for, whereas Jack de might sort of ta- start to take the foot off the pedal now that the dragon season is well and truly
0: down the dunny.
2: Yeah. What about you, Joe? Would you would you go horse or Haas? Uh, would, would I, I prob-
0: I'll probably go Horsburgh at this point. So, uh, or possibly the the third option there being someone like Yo. So very similar pricing uh, there. So I'd I'd be tempted to go that I think Haas, I think it would be one of those ones where his scores will be pitchy. So some weeks we know that he's one of the few guys who can reach into the seventies, eighties and nineties. But mm. but as we saw last week, he can also just pull out a fifty, which is good, but it's not going to win you many head to heads. And he's got a buy in there. So look, I've kept Haas all the way through, but that's a different proposition to if you're looking to pick him up. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. If you hold him, you keep holding him, right? That's it. And look, same with um, picking up Walshy this week. The answer is is that, look, he'll play well. He's on a very good team. He's a very good player. He's a beautiful link player. Uh, it's just one of those ones I wouldn't be picking up. I wouldn't be playing him and either Haas or Carrigan because it's just uh, too much for that uh, round 25 where people will be dumping guys in. Yeah, absolutely. All right, looking on the other side of the list, guys. Uh, look, I've got James Tedesco as a buy. We saw him back to peak James Tedesco. Only downside for him is really just last week. I don't know whether you saw some of those runs he made. It was the, what was it? It would have been the left-hand edge of the Titans. was just woeful, right? Like, and they ended up hooking Tanner Boyd and shifting around Cleese Haas just because of how bad they were. Like I noticed at certain points, they're actually running David for feeder. He was defending in the middle or on the other side too, just to try and stiffen that edge up. That's how bad it was. Bloody hell. So, are, you,
2: are you nervous about the opposition for James Sadisco? Isn't like
0: this the Titans week, made him look good? Yes. I think the Titans made him look amazing. I, however, over the next few weeks, they've got some pretty soft opposition. So the Seagulls, whose uh, edges haven't looked amazing. Uh, the Dolphins, I mean, who've been up and down. Uh, the Eels, who uh, I don't know how many players they'll have left by then at their rate, Tigers. Mm. And and then the Rabbitohs, 27. I reckon they'll both play full-strength squads, that side, that that game, because they'll both be pushing for finals or pride, depending on how their season's going. Yeah, Roosters need to go full-strength, don't they? That's it. So, look, I reckon he's going to go okay, but this week will be a tough week. If you buy him, don't expect this week to go gangbusters because the Broncos have looked decent. Um. Outside of, that, guys, you know, Outside of that, guys,
3: you
0: know, let's see, Jerry Money is has obviously been good, but everyone's got him. He's got him. The guy I'd like to talk to is about uh, Sueli'i, 58 last week, guys, which is a uh, big return to form, return to the wing. How much are you liking that one, Adam?
2: Yeah, loving it. And he's got the goal kicking from memory as well. So yep. look, it's just like, it's like, like another Garrick, I think, maybe even better when he was on the wing. So, yeah,
0: wheels up. That's it. So look, I've got him as my on my emergencies. Obviously, I'm playing him this week uh, due to the fact that Chance has the bye. So do we but, just
1: with with Sualeli? Do you do you just feel as though he was a little bit lost in centre positionally, and now he's back to the wing? He's a lot more comfortable out there. Is that, is that oh, sort for, of...
0: for sure? And I think that his right. base will be up because remember, he's doing he's now doing uh, run kick returns, he's yep. doing and second play hit ups as well. And he's not covering for some nugget outside of him. So if you notice his career, he's still only in his second real year of first grade. And previously he was always protected by Joey Manu, whereas he couldn't provide that for whatever nugget was on his outside previously. So, yeah, so I've, I've got him as a small buy. The only downside is he will lose goal kicking as uh, Sammy Walker looks to come back. Uh, I've got him as a he's a soft buy, especially someone if you need someone to play wing fullback this week. But then just sit on your emergencies for most of the rest of the year as cover because he's got the dual position. Uh, looking at the rest of the squad, guys, uh, there's not too much to say. Look, Brandon Smith. If you're absolutely smashed with luxury trades, you could look at Brandon Smith at 517k, but it. I reckon, again, the Titans... That's you know, called run. the pain train, Stu, and I have vowed <laughs> never to get on the pain train again. That's it. So, again, it's one of those luxury trades, so really, if you're less than 10 trades, don't bother with it. The only other thing I could say is, is that if you had, like, a like a Brendan Hans, that's where I could see that benefit coming through there because Brendan Hands, uh, we're going to talk about a short while, but basically is going to face some competition for himself at hooker. So... Uh, it could be a slightly safer version of him. Uh, looking at the rest of the squads, let me just check out Nat Butcher. I know we talked about it a few yeah. weeks ago. 68 points there with a try. Again, soft opposition made him look exceptionally good, but it means Nat Butcher is a good player. He will continue to score good points. So if you got on, he's averaging 55. So you've got to be loving that one, right, Adam? Yeah, absolutely. If you got him, hold him right. And the jewel would be real nice as well. That's it. Look. Uh, at the price you're a little bit of a distance from Naz I'd reckon go Murray but if you can't afford to say the buy in round 26 you could do worse by getting that butcher that is about it unless is there anyone else that we need to talk about guys not from, not from these two teams no there's yeah. Shadow Dylan Napper hangs around in 22 that's about <clears> it ah <throat> oh, mate imagine a career that went that sideways Uh it's like a thousand times better than me but still all right, who have we got winning this one? I have the Broncos winning this one, and I have them winning it by about 20. How about you, Mitch? I'm going to go Roosters by four. Excellent. I think they'll pull it out. I like it. Adam? Yeah, I got Broncos by 20, like yourself. Yeah, look, I,
1: I well, I'm i right. tempted to take a sandwich on both of you for that, but I, I don't think I'm brave enough.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Excellent. Look, I, I'll
0: probably take you on the
3: line for that one, but anyway. What's the line? Versus. Uh,
0: Gamble Everybody. responsibly. <laughs> Gamble responsibly, only with sandwiches. Uh, well, uh, to, to be fair, I'm gambling with oat sandwiches, so really.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: only one person's going backwards
3: here.
0: Okay, having a look here, minus 278. Oh, good, mate. Mate, I'll get back to that one. Uh, four and a half. No, no way. Absolutely oh, I it not. Oh, my uh, God, no way. <laughs> all right, let's get to the Friday night game, early game. Uh, don't rush home. It's the West Tigers versus the Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs have everyone back, essentially. Latrell's back. Jaira's back. Jacob Host is back. Jed Cartwright's back. Like, a- everyone's just back in this. So, that's pretty gross. Um, no sign of Munro, but I-, I think he's picked up an injury they're just not bothering to talk about. On West Tigers' side, Luke Brooks is back. So, which will be good for the halves outside him, I imagine. Uh, Charlie Staines is back and Sean Blore is also back. So, I don't know whether you remember Charlie Staines got that perforated bowel, Mitch. I do remember that, which uh,
1: it's taken a long time to come back from, which is what we said, Stuart. It's a pretty unusual injury and it's not a
0: particularly good one. No. Though, by the sounds of it, they're quite happy to have him back on the wing. So, Junior Tupo moves to centre. So, this is actually... I want to say pretty close to their best side this year. Tommy Talao is gone, thank goodness. Asik Kaparo James. is good, but he needs a bit more time. Uh, even the bench is looking pretty good. Like outside of Will Smith, who's in that utility, or Sean Bloor, Alex Twal, uh, and it's Stasi James, who's a bit of a young Tyro, I reckon they'll do pretty well in the middle. They're just going to get absolutely reamed out wide. So Adam, what do you think about Buller?
2: Yeah, mate, jump off. Um, I think I think you can pocket ten K and go to Dylan Edwards who we'll talk about a bit later, but yeah, they've got a tough run coming up. What well, Souths, Raiders, Wars, Dolphins and Roosters. Oh, they could get, there could be some scores put uh, on them. Abandoned
0: ship. Abandoned yeah. ship. <laughs> nah, that makes sense there. I'm trading now. <laughs> Excellent. Uh look at the rest of the squad guys. The only other two guys who want to be known are Isaiah Papley and John Bateman. Both shown their quality That's at various great. points throughout the year. Isaiah um, Papali, I think, will benefit from Luke Brooks being back around the squad. And also Dane Laurie. Dane Laurie's looked exceptional last week, didn't he, Mitch?
1: I actually did watch bits of, uh, oh, obviously it's a dragons Tigers game, wasn't it? He looked good at 5.8. Hey, like when I saw that he was going to be in there. Now, be careful. It was the Dragons middle and they were isolating Jack DeBellin and basically finding the guy next to him to, to run, which happened to be Dane Laurie. Uh, so, I wouldn't mind seeing me against the the Rabidos before I made a real comment, but against the Softs and George Middle, he was very good.
0: That's it. Oh, I'm just interested at how he was running. Oh, look, I'm... I'm very happy as a Panthers fan that we've picked him up next year. I think he's going to go into that Jack Cogger role. So, and then probably is like, Rich a Rich just get richer, don't they? And yeah, well, I, th- I think some people have realized that rings are nice things to have. And also I get a feeling that um that, that probably indicates that A, that Jack Cogger is going. They just haven't said anything yet. And B, that they might slowly be thinking about w- whether to keep Jerome Luay or not. Yeah, Boy, you think they might 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 look to move on from him. Uh I think that they won't be able to offer him nearly as much as just say a Tigers or a uh Bulldogs. Well like yep. they they just can't. There's just not enough money. Lulai's not the key. Cleary's no. the key. That's it. Well Cleary and Yo like the Cleary, Yo, Fisher Harris, Liam Martin, like like those guys there. Oh, like like those guys there. Yeah. And they Oof. just resigned Dylan Edwards too, so uh, looking at the rest of this squad, you re- really don't want any more Tigers. If you own Tommy Tillet, just use him to loop in, I guess. Uh, on the Rabiter side, guys, we really need to talk about three players here. So let's let's start off with the easy let's one, Cam Murray. I've got him as a screaming bias scored in the high 60s last week, 69 on return. Uh, the only thing is I reckon he'll play less minutes this week against a slightly less tough opposition. That's still at 676k. Depends how close the game
1: is though, right? What if the Tigers play a tough 40 minutes? He might
0: play 70. That's true. And I'm just, I'm actually pulling up here. The last time that he played the Tigers, he got a 67. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. So, uh, played big minutes too. Um, so if they play as tough as they did last time, I would say, and this was with Luttrell in the side as well, uh. I'd be interested in picking up Cam Murray this week if you are short a middle. Adam, have you picked up Cam Murray? Yeah,
2: I picked him up last week. I th- oh, I think geez. he's almost the closest to a must-have at his price. and so nice.
0: Yep, I get it. Uh,
1: all right, how about you, Mitch? I've had him for a few weeks, Stu. He's uh As soon as I could get him back in, I, I did because I've got the luxury of quite a few trades, and I thought with that buy, I
0: don't really care. He's too good a value at that point. No, he was. So, look, he's still excellent value. So, the next guy that we have to talk about who's a little bit more controversial is Latrell Mitchell. So, possibly the standout fullback over the opening 10 or 11 weeks, just as far as his capabilities went, bit of a slow start and then really got going. What are we thinking about him, Mitch? Yeah, it's a bit
1: of an interesting one, Stu, because it has taken quite some time to come back from that calf injury. So, there are really two possibilities here. The first one is it was a little bit worse than we were led to believe and as a result, it's taken a bit longer. So, I think from uh, that second origin, Stuart's now six weeks. No, Uh, no, no. no. Yes, it's from the second origin. Yeah, it is. That's right. From the second origin at six weeks, which is is a, a much higher grade than say the first one. So, perhaps he redid it and did it worse and therefore, it's taken a bit of time. That's not the better option. The other option is that they have really just taken their time with Latrell to make sure he's absolutely perfect so that he doesn't redo it, redo it moving into the finals. Because the reality for South Sydney is they could easily run the table if they were on uh, full uh, engines, whether they be, you know, eighth or seventh. So, it didn't matter if they dropped a few spots. So. My best piece of advice is I really want to see one game from me, which I, I pretty well always say, but I just don't think you can take the chance knowing that it could be a bit more serious than they let on and often they do play those things a little closer to their chest. But there is just the chance as we said about two or three weeks ago when the timeframes were longer than we thought is that they don't want to risk it because he is so important to that team. We saw it last week. Uh, with how much they seem to miss him and his impact out wide that it it could be just you know a case of we've got to make sure he's there at at the crunch time
0: now look for overall players i totally get the option for waiting for him and he does have another buy uh my question to you guys if you were heading into the first or second week of finals as some people are here would you aim for him as a pod i think it depends on how many trades you have right yeah, oh, I just mean this week. Like this week as a standalone, if you if you know you got 80 percent the same players, there's a lot of squads. Oh, do yeah, you, yeah. Would, would you try and pull them out this? Would you try and pull against, him out this week? Against the Tigers, how did he go last time? Uh, Tigers, I'm just pulling him up now. Tigers fixtures. It with that one was a tight game. It was like nil all for like eighty percent of the game. If you remember that one, it was like he a was really was. dire game. Sixty four.
1: That edge is very soft for the
0: Tigers. Yeah. So uh, one try, uh, four goals, try assist, bunch of tackle breaks on the way through as you do. Not many running meters as he doesn't. Yeah. Look, uh, look, I've got him as one of those ones. If you head to head this week and this week is a big final for you, a little bit behind, he's the sort of guy you can take a punt on because he can go big. But just as Mitch is, know the risk, he might actually take it easy, right? He, well, he can, and that's because
1: he can, right? But if it's close, it's, it's hard to say. So, yeah. if you've got the luxury, it's much better to wait the week.
0: The fact that they've got a four forward bench does indicate that he is 100% good to go as well. Things go wrong. That's true. Oh, I, I, I get it. I'm just saying that as, as far as they go, at least the oh, club is confident in him.
1: Without a doubt, they're not risking him. My question is, was it worse and it took a bit longer to get to 100% or has he been at 100% for a couple of weeks and they just wanted to be, you know, beyond
0: reproach? It's hard to say. That's it. Adam, you're saying that he could have played last week.
2: Yeah, I heard somewhere that they, he could have actually played last week, but I think they only had one training session last week, so they just didn't risk it.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, I
1: think
2: yeah, strategically, strategically it makes a up.
1: lot of sense. Yeah, strategically it makes a lot of sense.
0: The one thing I would say to that is, there's no time like game time. That's true. The um, mm-hmm. th- then yeah. again, the um, probably not getting like in a tight one against the Broncos, which would go to Golden Point, was probably a smart one. Yeah, a wrestling type of thing. All right, let's have a look on the other side there. So, out of the Rabbitohs team, uh, the third guy is Damien Cook. Now, with the rapid decline of <laughs> Uh, Harry Green, as a stable option. I know people will be looking around. Bookie uh, got any interest for you, Mitch? At 679K, he does.
1: That's yeah. That's really cheap. I mean, I've got a bit of cash with Satopola not being
0: named again this week and, gee, it's a, it's a tempting proposition, isn't it? That it is. So he played 71 last week, so he didn't play the full 80, which is a couple of games in a row that he hasn't. But to be fair, you know, This was, uh, you know, the game was done by the time that he came off. The thing about Cook, I know they have that buy coming up, but the thing about
1: Cook and the Rabbitohs is they are sitting at eight, so we do know they have to play full tilt. And we do know that under Demetrio, the Rabbitohs have played a lot more up the middle. Uh, It's sort of been one of their main strengths and then they spin it wide. So, we know that when the Rabbitohs play well, Cook's been pretty good. And it's just been that middle period of year where they struggled with injuries that he hasn't been quite the same this year, right? That's it. Adam, any interest in your part for Damien Cook?
2: Um, I think it depends on who you're selling out, right? If you're trading like... I don't think you should be trading Grant to him. Let's just say that. But at their price, you'd be interested. That's it.
0: Just as more one of those bench options. That's it. And, and I also think
2: Murray being back is going to be a quick play the ball, so then he can run off that. I think that's an underestimated um, positive.
0: That's very true. All right, guys. Uh, now... I've got uh, this one. I've got the Rabidos by, I don't know, well, they're at $9.50, so the answer is they're probably going to close betting on the Rabbitohs. Uh I've got them probably by about $35. How about you, Mitch? Yeah, Rabidos by 20 plus. Adam? Yeah, I've got, it's going to be a career score, maybe 30 Excellent. Whoa. All right. Uh, moving on. Late game, worth watching. Storm versus the Eels, Marvel Stadium. Adam, That is well, a good game. Yeah. What what's uh Eels have a good history down there. What's happening with the storm
2: though, Adam? Um Craig Bellamy has gone to a new centre pairing with young Tom O'Pear and Marlon Sammy or Savvy, sorry, with Remus Smith injured, with an orductor, and Justin Olam left out now. Sofa Solomona has been omitted um after after an injury against the Knights last week with Tom Eisenhood coming in, Elias Gintola returns from that eye injury via the bench. Tyrone Wischett also um, on the bench with Tarek Sims suspended. Now for the heels that's a mouthful for the Storm. Um, Sean Lane dislocated elbow, as we discussed previously. He's been replaced by Andrew Davey. Um, Joey Lussick joins the bench fresh off the plane from St. Helens. Wow, wait. Excellent. um
0: Let, Let's kick off with Mitch Moses, Adam. What are we thinking?
2: Oh, <laughs> this is something that I've been tossing and turning with. Um I I think it depends on how many trades you've got. If you've got 10 plus, I think that you can. However, I'm not advising you to do so because everyone knows that when you trade him out, he goes absolutely gang, gangbusters. He does have a pretty tough um pretty tough draw coming up but that could just work in his favor he's yeah he's just one of those players his last three you can also understand it cuz his last three are 35 42 and 82 so that just it's really rocks and diamonds for um, Moses
0: it has been real rocks and diamonds like i'm just i'm looking through here and there's like 72 39 73 61 34 103 like it's 29 the week after so He's a bit of a flat track bully here. Uh, he does have one flat track coming up, which is against the Dragons next round. But then he's got a last three Broncos, oh last four Broncos, Roosters, Panthers, mm-hmm. and bye. So for me, for me, it's one where look, you can trade him, but like if you bought him at this point, you bought him as a keeper, right? Like what you know, one of your starting pair, or maybe on your bench. I, I'm not sure whether you're chasing points at this.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those ones that I've I've held him all the way through. Yep. And I know that he's got a buy coming buy coming up and DCE, it may be the grass seems greener, but it looks pretty nice right about now. Pocket the eighty eighty um K cash and use it to
0: get a David Fida sort of player. Hmm. I know Mitch. What What are you feeling about Mitch Moses? By like, uh, hold or sell?
1: I'd hold him. I think Parramatta will figure it out. It's a bit of an aberration, and really, he's looked pretty good the whole year. I think. I think at this point, Parramatta need to figure out a way to get it together. And yeah. if
0: they're going to do it, it'll be through him. So don't panic. That's it. And look, Dylan Brown will be back in a week. So, uh, oh, excellent. And for me, it's one of those ones. Yeah, like he'll be back shortly. Which just takes a little bit of a pressure, which actually allows Mitchell Moses a little bit more space, which means you'll get to see some more of those good scores. Uh having a look at the rest of the squad, uh the big big ones are look, uh Ryan Madison is not he's a soft sell. Uh he I reckon though, the upgrades for him is it's it's pretty much only only one guy, which is Cam Murray, right?
3: Only one guy, is Cam Murray, right?
0: For a similar price. Uh the I'm other yeah, Oh th- that's true. Oh, it's it's more the fr- from a price point. Like oh, it was, right. it's probably like 200 grand more. Versus um it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's only about sort of fifty grand up to Murray. The the other interesting one here, like Clint Gufferson continues to pump out some decent scores in bad teams. So he continues to play above his previous year's average, but again with Uh, Dylan Brown coming back, I would avoid Gutho because he'll just take that step back as he normally does. Jermaine Hopgood for me remains a keeper. Any disagreement there? Not at all about Hopgood, no. No. Now, looking at the Storm side, so look, there's only two things. One, I would say to everyone at home, don't worry about Harry Grant. Look, that was a bit of an aberration, I think, against Newcastle. They were a bit undercooked. So I reckon they'll be really pushing this week. And a lot of what they do, the good stuff this year has actually really come off the back of a lot of Harry Grant's work around the ball. He's actually got like a 40% try scoring rate this year. Did you, did you know that one Adam? What? No. (laughs) It's got like a ridiculous amount of tries this year. So, because he's just pushing so hard around the middle. So he's, he's been playing really well. He's, he's due, he's due for another good score. And Hook has been a death, death sentence this year. So just hold the faith. Uh, Here's, here's the question for you, because uh, I know that you're an owner, Adam. Nelson, the software, Solomona, what are you doing?
2: Oh, nasty. I flicked them to Murray last week.
0: Oh, did you? I, Would I you do, recommend
2: people yeah. do the same this week? Oh,
3: 100%. Murray's a gun. Excellent.
0: I, any other any options other come to mind, Mitch? Uh, as far as flicking from Nelson,
3: the
1: software, Solomona?
0: Yeah, like I'm it's assuming, sh- just sh- assuming that you had him in as a middle at one point. Any other middles come?
1: No, to- no I never had. I had never had Ness because I felt felt like he was uh, on and off, busted, and he was having good weeks, bad weeks. So I, I told
0: everyone to stay away. Excellent. So yeah, look, uh, for me, it's definitely one of those ones at his price point. Uh, I'd go find that seventy odd grand, and go get Murray. Even with that extra buy, you can't afford the buy. Uh, Afford the buy, you might need to you might Need to shop around for some better bargains. We'll, we'll talk about those as they arise. Uh, looking at the rest of the squads, look, I reckon Eli Katar will come into the starting side close to the game day. I really don't think that there's much else here, guys. Do you anyone else worth talking about, Adam? Nah, not not that I can see. That's what it. to take all the boxes. Excellent. I think uh, young Tom Pi. I think if you held him from like round five whenever he last played, well done. To <laughs> you've run the table. Oh, Ken Munster. I guess, look, if you bought oh. him continue to hold that faith, I reckon that he's also due a game. I think he's, like Mitch, you've seen in previous years, has been a little bit flat. Yeah, uh,
1: correct, but he looks like he's coming back out of it a bit in the same manner as he did last year's due. I thought that 58 was sort of foreshadowing bigger scores. And if the Storm are going to get it together, it'll be through Cam Munster. And they they really have to get a bit of a kick along because there are teams nipping at their heels. They're not far out inside the eight, if you really look carefully.
0: That's it. And look, I, look the Eels this week and the Panthers next week at, uh, at uh, Blue Bed is not necessarily the best. But that Raiders game, I reckon he'll do very well against that <laughs> right edge, running up against some of the guys out there. And, uh, and then he's got the dragons and titans the weeks after. So, uh, that's why I got Cam Munster is, is from round 24 onwards. Onwards. All right. Let's have a look here. Who have we got winning this one? Adam, you've got a bit of a controversial one.
2: Yeah, mate. Eels by two. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll take Eels versus Storm straight win for a sandwich if you want. Yeah, let's do it. Done. Sold. Uh, because I've got the Storm to win and I've got them to win by about 18 on this one. I think that's, I think they're absolutely due to come back. They, they were poor last week. Those Their points that they scored, like that meanie try was just happenstance, right? Like pure luck. The Knights outclassed them in basically every department and it was a bit embarrassing. And I reckon that uh, they'll have that thrashed into them this week. How about you, Mitch? Uh, I'm going to go...
1: I think eels bounce back. I'm with Adam. I go eels by four. Excellent. I'll take a sandwich on
0: that one too. No, I'm all right. (laughs) (laughs) Smart, I mean. All right. Uh, Excellent. Let's get to the Saturday game. Raiders versus Knights. Now, six weeks ago. That's going to be another good game. This was an absolute shocker. I would have have said, you know, find something else to do, you know, clean your toes, whatever. This one does (laughs) look really good. So, look, let me take you guys through this one. Raiders, same as last week. Uh Knights, very simple, Daniel Syfeed is out, Jacob Syfeed is in, Brody Jones joins the bench pretty simple uh, Jack Calington made it through a week without slapping someone. well done uh <laughs> okay, really, haven't looked through the obviously the Knights of your own Kaeb Ponger. good on you if you haven't, you're probably not playing fantasy. Greg mars you if you got on him as a pod, you're doing exceptionally well uh the interesting one, so Adam we're looking at Tyson Frizzell. Have you got him as a buy? 700k on an edge? Yeah,
2: yeah, I do. Um, I I think he's been a massive buy. Um, I also brought him up just because those people that don't have the funds or the team value, would you get him potentially as a pod um, instead of David Fader and pocket the 100k?
0: Having looked through his presence course, his flaws have been very good, actually. Like, apart from that Rand's 15 game versus the Broncos. Like since since uh, Origin two, he's actually been quite good. 57, <inaudible> 43, 70, 65. So yeah, I reckon he's he's playing very well and he's getting fed very good ball by both his half and Kalen Ponga. So and working well with his outside men. So I've I'd say Frizzell is very good. And if you were, um, if you're looking to diverse yourself from maybe having both Tigers edges, you could certainly go that as well. So, like in Stephane, Isaiah, Papali'i, and John Bateman, you could actually just have one of those two and Brazil. How about okay? You've also want to talk about Juri Tarpani. What are we thinking about him, mate?
3: Well, I, I just think he's done his job.
2: I yeah, it's a rookie factor, right? You don't know how many minutes he's going to be. He's going to be the. I think he's going to be like the fifty-point player, and there's just better people in that position. So I'd be jumping off and making my way to a. Murray, yo, even
0: his teammate, Horsburgh. Excellent. No, oh, I like that. Yeah, I think I think Tarpen A has oh, done this yeah. year. He's just down that little bit on strength. All right. Uh, Corey Horsburgh, Mitch, would you buy him this week? If I could afford him, I would, yeah. I think he's been
1: fantastic all year. It's one of those ones I held off on because I thought he was going to get picked for Origin 1, and I've regretted it the whole year because – ricky loves him and he's playing in big minutes and the raiders have been largely pretty good this year so if i could get him i definitely would i just can't
0: afford it yeah me too Uh, it's one of those ones where like i've just been waiting for that regression all year i've just been waiting and waiting and waiting that has not happened and i've just got to admit he's just having an absolute belter of a career year right and you know the the memory that I've got of him, you know, crying his eyes out over at uh Bank West is just that a memory and that he's a new man. So mm-hmm. well done to him. Uh I I I've certainly got him as a strong buy I probably got him as a stronger buy than Isaiah Yo, again, because uh look, they can probably rest Yo, but I'm not sure that they can rest Horsbro for more than about five or six minutes a game at the moment. They just they're mm-hmm. on that stage where they could actually drop out of the eight. At the moment, so because there's just so many teams sitting at that that uh, 26, 28 point mark, or would be. Uh, is there anyone else worth talking about, Adam? Is there anyone else worth a buy I here? D- I just, I just wanted to bring up
2: a bit of a cheeky one. Do you reckon iPad to Frizz, to Frizell as
0: an upgrade? If you've got the trades. No, I reckon it's I a lot. So i some on my part, like. Uh, it's diversification, which is good because they got a tough run. But Isaiah Papali is an elite dude. He's just and mm. he's got his half coming back. So, uh, look, I, I'm not saying it's a. I, I reckon he'll do all right, Isaiah Papali. Oh, I'm just yeah. I just look at Isaiah Papali, and he's painful to watch. You know what I mean? I I get it. I I reckon I reckon he'll improve with with two good halves back now. But I I do get the point that you're aiming it there. Um, but look. You can't make it. I just feel like it's a bit of a luxury trade there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's have a look at the fixtures on the way home. Raiders, Dolphins, Bulldogs, Rabbitohs, Sharks, Dragons. So it's it's a bit of a mixed bag. Slightly better than Tigers, but not amazing. Um, And he's a career average 47, 48 against these guys. So we're, we're not expecting enormous things unless they absolutely start annihilating these guys. All right. I think that's just about it. Obviously, Dane Gagai, a uh, bit of a return to form. He's still a bit of a pod center is the last one there. He's
1: he's looking good after that plan of in Drew Stew. Like, I really thought he'd be hindered by that, but he's come out a bit of a bolter, really only a week down, and then boom, straight back into it. That's it, 51 on the edge against the Storm. That's got to be pretty good, right? Oh, that's that's a serious score. I saw that and went, geez, oh, that's another one of the ones I got wrong this year. He he, I uh, thought he'd struggle into oh. the rest of the season, but... He looked uh, pretty he, young. He, 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 he looked he pretty much that extra
0: week, which is which is probably what saved him, right?
1: Oh, quite possibly. But even then, he he's looked better than I thought he would. So he's he's a very interesting pod for anyone out there who's looking to get him because I think you know Bradman Best has found form, and and Ponga is just distributing so well to those edges that both Best and Gaga are going to be the beneficiaries of it.
0: Yep, yeah, and I think they've worked out that they've got one of the best edges in the game. So the middle's okay, the edges are okay, but the those uh those outside backs they're absolutely carving people up when they get a bit of space, which is nice. It's also also nice to see Tyson Gamble just distribute and not pass and look like a nugget. And it saved Adam O'Brien's career by the look of it. Or oh, maybe if they make the eight, it probably will. <laughs> Lucky. It's prolonged left. it, not saved it. It's prolonged it. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, who have we got winning this one, guys? I have. I've got the Knights winning this one. I've the Knights winning this one by six and Ricky being salty again about forward passes or head high tackles or wh- whatever else you can think of to excuse them losing. How about you, Mitch?
1: i got the Knights by eight as well and I oh, think mate. I see, Adam, you've got them by six, which means that uh, the Raiders win by 20, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if three versus yeah, bet, bet against the line, yeah, that's probably about right. Um, <laughs> all right, next game, uh, middle game, we have... Dragons versus Seagulls at win. Mitch, take us away. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I won't be making the pilgrimage for
1: this one. Burn, burn once, that'll do me. The Dragons have named a uh, debutant in 22-year-old Connor Molucso, replacing Moses Embi in the number 14, who has been released early released from the Dragons. Early. For the Seagulls, following was- injuries to Taniella Paseka and Josh Alloway, Matt Lodge and... Matt Lodge is at the Seagulls. And Toofa mm. simply will start with Ethan Bullimore moving onto the bench. Jake Jovovich has been cleared of concussion symptoms. So, there you go. Matt Lodge, the, uh, the traveller, has found his way to Manly. Uh, Stu, DC versus Moses versus Munster. Uh, what's the verdict? Uh, look,
0: it's a bit hard on this one because essentially it's an outright gamble as far as they go, look, uh, I would say that Moses certainly has the highest ceiling of anything this year, but obviously the lowest floor. Uh, I was at the game watching DC. He looked very good on that edge just because he's, he's just so much of the ball is now playing through his hands. Uh, yeah. just is looking a bit less effectual without, you know, Tommy Turbo taking all the heat uh, running around the outside, which means that it's just all the good play is running through uh, his hands at the moment. Uh, with Munster, obviously, he's just one of those guys who can pull things out of his backside. But I think the safest one is if you're going to pick up someone this week, it would be DCE. I also think that uh, I'm just looking at Cherry Evans' run home. Here it is. Dragons, Roosters, Panthers, not great. Warriors, but then it's the last two, Bulldogs, Tigers. So if they're still in the hunt at that point, he could be really good for those last few games. The, um, yeah, so I'd have like DC for safety and I'd have Munster for upside. I wouldn't be picking up Moses this week. Uh, and Adam, you've got a bit of controversial take on Homoli Olukwatu.
2: Oh, yeah. To be I just want to put it out there. I've got both in my side. Okay. Just just putting
0: them both no, but, out but, but, there. But, and, but both who? Sorry? Both who? Because you, you've only oh. mentioned one person so far.
2: Oh, and I pep, sorry. Um, I am I, I'm watching them again this week. I was watching IPAP and watching Ola Kowato last week. Ola Kowato looks a lot more involved. He is without um Chivojevic, a lot of the balls going to him uh, hitting that lead runner. So yes, he's got a couple of tries recently, but they've got all been eight point tries. There's been no very little line of breaks. Um and everyone just knows that IPAP um, is looks out of sorts a little bit in comparison to last year. Um, IPAP does have a three-game average of 46, um, and Ola Kawatu is a three-game average of 53. Now, I want to trade one of them to Dave Fafita, and at the moment, I'm trading IPAP. If, shoot, if you could...
0: Am I, am I just being absolutely nuts? Uh, have you got Bateman? I've already got Bateman. Yeah, in that case, trade IPAP. That's fine. Diversification... Is not an issue. So because at that point, yeah, that that totally makes sense. So, I I I think that makes a lot of sense there. So Olaquiza did look good on the weekend, and that hitting that Cherry Evans is very good about hitting that lead line. He's also very he stands up quite strong in the ruck, so he does sometimes get that offload, which which finds Olaquato in a decent spot. So yeah, I've got no with anyone buying Olaquiza at the moment. He looked very good in person. Yeah, wheels up all the That's it. The only downside, I didn't get to watch it quite as close as I want because I was behind the um, eastern goal end. And, of course, the Seagulls were running the other way in the first half and the Sharks were running the <laughs> other way in the second half. It was all down the other end, mate. I spent more time looking at the bloody TV than Phil Gould did, who I saw there. Oh, mate, you, I think I think there was a stat that you already had, like, six points as a squad in front of you or something, eh? It was not good. was not a fan. Uh <laughs> Yeah, there, there there was one. There was one. Ruben Garrick kicked it kicked it over our heads. Uh all right, speaking of Ruben Garrick, uh you've got a question here, Adam, about Garrick versus Lemuelu.
2: Yeah, see so, so last week I um I was almost certain to buy Garrick, and then I looked up Lemueli's score or price, and he's hundred and fifty K 150k cheaper. Now I went I I was tossing and turning about this, and as you probably well aware, I put a thousand and one messages in our group chat. He um, and I'm leaning towards Lemueli just because he's got a in the back row. I think he averages about fifty. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts if if you didn't have either and you wanted to pick up one? I was
0: seriously up- thinking about Lemueli this week, simply due to the fact that Ray Stone, as Mitch mentioned earlier, has that broken hand, which means that. Uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Kenny Bromwich has moved to uh, lock, which means that it's wheels up for Lemueli for at least the next four weeks, if not more. So, yeah, I'd say Lemu is looking really good uh, for at least the next four or five, and it's good for him. Now, that being said, Garrick did also look very good in person, but for 150k difference, I have no issue with picking up Lemueli at centre. Yeah, I'm with you. What about you, Mitch? If you didn't have one, what one are you on? I'd go Lemuelu. All right. He's going to get a century. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, let's have a look at this one. So, on the Dragons team, guys, let's uh, see. Jackie Bird still on the bench. Jack DeBellin is, is a hold, not a buy. I go by Horsburgh before him. Uh, Betty Hunt's been pushing out some good scores. And looks like uh, Mitch, he's uh, decided not to give up. I like think I think they've
1: convinced him to stay, uh, which Phil Gould sort of flagged about three weeks ago and I think he was right about that, which meant, you know, he was probably in the hunt and Ben turned him away. He,
0: can can I, I have to, seventy,
1: mate? Yeah, I have, I have heard that uh, Buddy Sullivan is uh, being shopped around. I know that there are whispers that he might be going to the Bulldogs and I heard even recently that he could be going to the Tigers, which for me is pretty upsetting i think buddy's a pretty good player there have been sort of rumors that he's had recurrent hamstring strains which he's had two this year and calf strains but you know a 20 odd year old uh halfback with heaps of potential versus the 31 year old i know who i'd be taking
0: 34 year old mate
1: oh my god so there you go yeah i don't understand that decision that's not really future-proofing your organization
0: it's not but i i think that a uh, shame knows that he he doesn't he's not going to be given five years to turn that club around.
1: Yeah. So I think he wants to make an instant impact and he probably will. And, and
0: then, then perhaps they've got good halves to- in the meantime. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, the Illawarra is producing heaps of good talent. Look at the Cowboys, they're feasting on it. Reese Robson, drink oh. Croix.
0: Yeah, let's let's, <laughs> let's not go through that one. All right, uh, guys, who have we got winning this one? I've got the Seagulls. I've got them winning this one by 12. They they look good, but they're just they're short on troops at the moment. They've just got too many middles missing. How about you, Mitch?
1: Dragons have a really, really good record against the Sea Eagles, but I think Tyrell Sloan will probably let in too many tries. I'm going to go Manly by four. Excellent. Adam? Yeah, sorry merch mate. I think Sea Eagles by, yeah, eight, 12 plus.
0: Excellent. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah, watch the Dragons win by 50.
1: Uh, I think they could. I think they're a legitimate chance. I really do. They have a very, very good record against Manly, and they have an even better record at Wynn Stadium.
0: That's true. And the Seagulls—they look, they did look soft late, like you know, when they lost some troops. And the Dragons are no joke in attack. The goal line defence is awful, but they are no joke in attack. No, they actually—they've been looking really good, mate. I've—I've I've enjoyed that part. Zach Grealish, calling it a. Oh, that's—he's oh, that's, that's what... pushing Tyrell Sloan for that fullback spot. I think he really wants it. That's true. And look, Zachy Lomax, let's talk about this. I did, there was one, I was like, this is in my team. So I was thinking about pushing Zachy Lomax a couple of weeks ago, and I'm glad that I didn't because he pulled it out. The number of runs, how many runs do you reckon that he took in, in his last oh. game, Mitch? Oh, I'd say 16, 17. How about you, Adam? Oh, I heard about it,
1: but it was like 22, wasn't it? On 27. The, um, holy
0: crap. 27 Bet. runs of the ball.
1: He, so, someone's lit a fire under his ass, true. that whole talk of him being moved on, like it's just put a rocket on his bum. 21
0: really. tackles, 224 metres gained. Oh, Two, was a try, and he had his, that try that he scored off Ben Hunt, that's the sort of thing that teams cannot defend against, right? Because the line was moving up on the outside, right? He's just got the speed and the hands and not too many other centres can pull off that combo. It was
1: proper good footy, but as a fan, oh. I sit there and go, Where is that thing? Oh. You know, okay. St. George tied out their goal line defence and they're a bit more stiff in the middle as far as their forward play. They're suddenly a very different team. Anyway, it's frustrating. We'll, we'll watch it next year, but it, it'll be good to see if it happens. Match, who gets a four to who gets a one jersey next year? Do you reckon?
2: Is it Lomax or you reckon Sloan keeps it?
1: Oh, it all depends on the off-season, mate. If uh, Sloan doesn't learn how to tackle, you have to give it to someone who can. That's as simple as that. They have tried Lomax in the back in the past, though, under McGregor, and Only he didn't in one do game, very well. Though. Yeah, he struggled. Uh, I like Lomax in centre. He's a centre. But, you know, if you can't find someone who can catch a bloody ball, it's And, that's and a he's got an the beautiful
0: hands, which makes him a good defensive fullback.
1: Correct. And, and he's got a good tackle on him, whereas Sloan's a bit a bit ordinary under the high ball, and he can't make a
0: tackle. No.
1: That's uh, a bloody big problem. And we saw it with Matt Dufty, and no one could figure it out. So. Sloan is a bigger body and I think he can put a bit more size on him. I think he had, does have a better football brain, but you know. Anyway, we'll see. Honestly, I'd have to see. I will let you know round one next year. It'll be pretty obvious uh, which way <laughs> that's gonna go.
0: Well yeah, whoever gets named a fullback. Wow. Yeah. All
1: right. <laughs> no, next- no, I mean like you look at Sloan round one, you'll know pretty quick if he's gonna
0: if he's gonna cut the mustard. That's true. All right, let's get to the next game. Uh Panthers versus Sharks. So uh, look, Panthers coming off a bit of demolition job. Sharks sort of a bit of a late surge in their last game. Uh, Spencer Lenu has oh one guy we didn't mention, but Spencer Lenu copped an MCL injury. Uh, looks like a low grade one, but they haven't really announced it yet. Uh, the grading being replaced by Matt Eisenhuth. Uh, Tyrone Peachy remains in the centers with Isaac Targo not lame. So Mitch lower limb injury generally indicates what a calf.
1: Yeah, it could, that's about as vague as it gets, doesn't it? Could be a hamstring, an adductor. Uh, it honestly could be anything. Um, I got nothing for you. Nah. That's, that's that's deliberately vague.
0: Yeah, could be look, I a think even the Panthers being deliberately vague this time of the year. So, but I guess Pete Peters playing well enough, you just leave him alone.
1: Uh, that's right, but I, I couldn't tell you because that could mean any type of injury, and I think they've done that to just you know tick a box.
0: Yeah. All right, on the other side, guys, we have, uh, for the Sharkies, Matty Moylan's 18th man, Braden Trindle's named to start. Jussie Colquhoun's suspender, so Wade Graham goes in. That's going to be a bit of interest. we we'll see how well he lasts. And McInnes replaces Dale who came, suffered a biceps injury. Jesse Vitalikai has been named on the bench, but was a late exclusion. I'm wondering whether it's that neck playing up. Uh, Braden Hamlin-Ueli sits there in reserves which ends, looking at that bench, he's probably likely to make an impact here. Look, guys, I'm going to go off with a slightly controversial one. I'm just going to look him up now. It's like, that Dale Finucane injury makes Cam McInnes a bit of an interesting option here, guys. So coming off for of 68 points last week, obviously with Dale Finucane when he went off injured. Uh, so he's on, he's on the right trend. We know that he loves to play big minutes. He's absolutely hard playing. He he got a try, which bumped up his score a little bit as well. Uh, any of you guys like Cam McInnes? Like, if you already own Cam Murray, but you might be hurting a little bit of value to try and get to Isaiah Yo. Cam McInnes, have any interest to you, Adam? Nah, nah, sorry.
2: I I just yeah, but the coach just doesn't like playing him for long minutes unless he's an injury. So I'm I'm not a fan. Fair enough. How about you, Mitch?
1: Oh, uh, I just think there's better options out there, Stu, but he is an
0: interesting choice, isn't he, really? Well, it's just that effort side. So, so in the games when he started, let, let, let me call you out a set of scores here. We've got 50, 49, 67, 58, 57, 50, uh, and 68. Can I change my answer? <laughs> <laughs> now, those are obviously Del Finuc- if Dale are around, his average goes down, but there's no more Dale So I've just got him as an interesting option just in case you can't reach one of those really top tier guys. I reckon he's probably the best of the cheaper bunch if you already own Cam Murray.
1: That's so spicy because I've got Tavita Tadola there and I've got 100k cash just sitting there. 120, I can make that trade.
0: Yeah, look, that would certainly be a decent trade. Uh, Trade's the end of the year and they're going to play Cam McInnes big minutes and you know what Cam McInnes likes, like from his 2020- He likes to tackle Exactly right. And that's what do you loves- you're doing against the Panthers. <laughs> a lot of tackling. A lot of tackling, dude. So, um yeah. Oh, that's so spicy. Uh, I like it. Anyway, the other guys, look, let's have a look. Nico Hines obviously had an off game. He's only on 14 at half time, Came back a little bit as the Sharks. Basically, as well as the Sharks do, Nico Hines would do. I wouldn't captain him this week against the Panthers unless you really think that the Sharks are going to turn it around. So, I would have him as my vice captain this week. Uh no one else really to talk about. Uh Jesse Ramian actually looked good for a lot of crab runs in his game. Uh so obviously if you got him, just leave him alone. Uh 62 last week and he did look good late, he could have actually scored or got Trice a couple more times, except for some uh line balls which were called forward. Uh on the Panther side guys we do have a couple of guys to talk about adam uh let's talk about so what did you th- well let's go back what did you think about jesse Ramian, mate oh Ramian
2: again um i i've got him so just confirm oh, that's good I, I i as you said i think he is um coming in for a big run to the season i just think that with the left side not knowing who each other are they're gonna they're gonna write a lot more um with Nicora and Ramian and Katoa I think is outside him so So I, I I think Juicy Ramian's in for a big
0: um run home. I like it a lot. Um it actually kind of makes Sandy Katoa a little bit interesting as well. Uh just on the cheap side only. Uh but I, I like your thoughts there. He's definitely a hold for me, or if you need a cheap center, uh, you know, possibly a buy. Uh Big one is, uh, I'm going to start with you with this one, Adam. Isaiah Yo. what did you like about that?
2: Well, I just, he's just that 80 minutes, no um, no bullshit, essentially, just hard work, tackling, running, offloading, whatever it is. I don't think, I think he's had his rest. I don't think that they are going to rest him again. Dylan Edwards is another story. But I think Yo and Cleary will play out most of the season, assuming that they fit. I think he's up with Haas is this one and two. So if you can get if you can get Yo and I think you just do it. I yeah. Got seventy one with a try, but name me another four that can get seventy on their given
0: day. Hmm. No, I like it. And uh <laughs> outside of the forty that he copped against the storm, right? He is Hasn't scored below fifty five all year, so yeah, that's a that's a good sign, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Mister Consistent.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, let's let's put the next one to you, Mitch. Uh, we've got a question here about Edwards versus Teddy versus Walsh. Who's got to buy? Yeah. Who would you pick out of those three?
1: I'd go Edwards first because uh, we know that Walsh's scores are so dependent on attacking stats. And the Broncos have a pretty tricky run coming home. I think they play all top eight sides uh, Mm -hmm. to finish, Uh, although the Roosters now outside the top eight. Teddy is uh, not the player he once was, though the Roosters are desperate, so I put him in second. And then Edwards is solid, he's on the best team in the competition. His scores are going to be a lot less pitchy than, say, Tedesco. So I think Edwards for consistency, Tedesco, because he's a better player than Walsh. And Walsh, because of those attacking stats, he's just a little bit more risky and you have to cop that by. And with only, you know, five rounds to go, uh, that hurts. That's a large percentage of the points that you're going to get out of them. Like it's hard to see Walsh getting an entire game's extra points over that period of time.
0: No, I get it. No, th- that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, yeah, look, I-, I certainly like him this week. He's an option if you've got like chance or something like that, if you've got a whole bunch of Warriors. So, yeah, yeah very interesting there. Now you've got a bit of an interesting thought uh, about the Sharkies, Adam. Yeah, I just, I just think that after they get pumped by the, I'll um, well,
2: spoil a little on my tip, After they get pumped by the, by the Panthers, I think they're just going to blow it, blow up this whole team. Like I, yeah, I, I think that um, Craig Fitzgibbon's had enough. Their defence is just woeful. Their left side attack on defence is just they don't even know each other's name later on what they're gonna do on
0: defense. Yeah, it's certainly interesting there. I think the biggest issue that they've got is that a couple of uh K Dykes, for instance, who was an option, you know, put on a wing or at fullback, you know, changed things up a little bit. Um, um he suffered that ACL injury early on in the year. There's a few other guys who caught the injuries and obviously Dalfanukend and out it just they're just short a little bit of depth, so I think mm-hmm. that um, I think they're going to struggle a little bit to find new guys out there. So, but I do I do like the fact that they pulled Talakai because he was just a liability in defence. Such a good running meters when they're on top, but if they're behind, he just he just struggled, which means that guys got outside of him and put Mulatalo in two minds. So real tough. Um. All right. So let, looking at the rest of the squads. Um, I think the only other guy we've got to talk about is The King. Mitch, uh, would you bring him in this week with a break-even 106?
1: No. I'm, I'm going to wait a couple more weeks and hopefully use my some of my excess cash to
0: get him in when his break-even drops a little bit lower. I like it. Um, I picked him up last week, but I can understand people waiting. Uh, you know, you didn't know what was going to happen versus Bulldogs, but it shows you that they're just they're very clinical in their attack. Oh. It was almost like they didn't need Cleary to get up the extra gear to win to score points. That's what
1: has been so impressive the whole year, though, mate. They, they understand, and I've made this comparison a few times to that Roosters team in 2021 that just blew everyone out of the water for seven weeks. Two points is two points, and the Penrith Panthers know that if they win by 10 or 50, it works out to be the same at the end of the day, and I reckon they're just about to start peaking over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and, and
0: some it's masterful of- coaching from uh, Ivan Cleary. It really is some of the yeah. best I've seen in a long time well it's yeah and I think it's one of those ones where I think they just play the same and they, they go it doesn't matter whether it's by yeah 10 or 50 if it works out that it's 50 that's great but you don't need to go nuts about it no uh all right so I I reckon if they win they still do laps if uh, if they stuff up too many times the- <laughs> by the look of how some of them play um all right now I think that's just about everyone anyone else that you're interested in Adam do you, do you think that Wade Graham keeps the edge spot? I think he does, but I think that Wade Graham is absolutely just going to get run around a little bit. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it, I think that if you said that they're one loss away from blowing up the team, I'm not sure that you can be sure of anything, can you? No, nah, no, nah, I'm just thinking of
2: cash outs for other people. Well,
0: oh, that's true. What,
2: what's his price
0: at? Like, less than in 300, I was looking at it before. You're kidding me. Yes, yeah, I like it's 280. to Wade Graham. For 280K. Look, as far as cash outs go this week, he's probably the safest one that I've heard of so far. So yeah, cash out I'm only. 95. Yeah, ca- ca- cash out only. But yes, he looks like a decent option. Um, All right. So I've got the Panthers win this one. I've got the winning by 12. How about you, Mitch? Oh, Panthers by 16. Excellent. Adam?
3: Yeah,
0: I'm going Panthers 20 plus. So probably Sharks by two. That's it? Yep. Uh, but look, this, the Sharks have had problems because past the last few years. Uh, all right, let's get to the next game, uh, one that might be worth missing, Bulldogs versus Dolphins. Uh, Adam, take us away. What's happening with the Bulldogs? Plenty of changes.
2: Yeah, Bulldogs have got everyone back. So Vilmi, Vill- Army um, Kakao finally returns after playing his last game back in round four. Jacob Preston returns from illness. Josh carr also slots back into the wing after overcoming a Hamstring injury. Braden Burns has been named in the centres with Toby Sexton also returning at halfback after a week off due to uh, concussion protocols. New recruit Liam Knight has been named on the centre bench and could be a later inclusion. Um I'm while, use. yep. Yeah, Jake Avarillo has also moved um, to fullback with Hayes Perham out of the squad. Wow, wee. Um, for, for the Dolphins, we've got um, the Hammer has shifted back to full fullback with Cody Nicarima at 5'8". Nicarima, oh, Anthony Milford has dropped to the bench. Isaiah Katoa is out of the team in 18. Um, Jeremy Marshall King has been named at hooker despite con- um, concerns the season was over with a shoulder injury. Harrison Graham, therefore, has shifted to the reserves, Ray Stone has been sidelined with a broken hand, which sees Kenny Bromwich slot a lock. Now, Stu, do you think that the Dolphins will play um, Jeremy Marshall King, or do you think it's a bit of snakes? And no, snakes?
0: Uh, they, they, they've just not played him in previous weeks, mate. Sorry, I mean, Jeremy Marshall King is back, which is sad for Harrison Graham owners. Just enjoy the cash you made and go find a cash out for that if you've got an option. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, a bit like Brendan Hans all good things come to an end. So mm. you just got to take your money and run at this point. Uh, yeah. So, and obviously, like you're looking at the rest of the squad, guys, on Dolphins, I think the only guy of major fantasy interest left in this squad is Colleen Lemuelu uh, because I think that Hammer is just a bit too pitchy to be a keeper centre. So with that in mind, and we've already talked about him as a buy and at his price, uh, just pull up his price real quick only limit earlier is... Well, it's like 532, I think. Excellent. So, yep, at 532k, he is a strong buy because he has a good run in front of him. And I think they'll play for the future from this point on, now that they're unlikely to make finals. Uh, looking at the other side of the ledger, look, I'm not sure how many Bulldogs I want to own if I don't own them already. It's They've shown that they're absolutely willing to mess around with this team and they don't have the friendliest run home. Uh, look, if you didn't sell Jacob Preston last week, I guess you can hold, but I'd probably sell. Go find yourself a keeper edge uh, or someone for your bench. Maxi King is still the only one possibly of interest. You just hear the composition of how many nuggets are on this bench because uh, his price is still pretty tasty. Looking at Maxi King here, he's priced at five hundred fifty-nine k. He's coming off uh, a 55 last week against the Panthers. So last three, 49, 46, and 55. Uh, 100k cheaper or so than Cam uh, McInnes. Any interest to either of you guys? Like, do you reckon there's a bit of value there? People who, who might not have the cash to go and buy an outright keeper? Who is who is that, sorry? Max King.
3: 559. That's good yeah. kind of- Last
1: 50. He's a solid performer. I think he's been struggling with injury in a couple of, you know, he had that eye gouge, I think, not long ago, and, mm. as in the eye injury. So, you know, it, it, I would liken him to the sort of consistency of like a Joey Tarpany. So, sorry, you know, yeah. For 150 yes. cheaper. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It's all, all like uh, Cam McKenna, same sort of deal.
0: That's it. I think Cam's got a little bit more tackle in him. But I think that's. But I think that Maxi King's a pretty good option there. Uh, everyone else, I would leave alone. Ryan, uh, interesting news out of the Bulldogs. I think because there's not really much fantasy relevant to talk about is uh, how many players have been told to rack off. They've re-signed with Hitala Marinus to 2025, but they've told him that he can leave, uh, apparently, and quite a few others as well. So to that what do you uh, think
1: the reasoning is this is it just is the skill like for RFM like 2025 what are they going to do with all that cash are they looking for someone to to pick him up or are they just going to wear months. it on the cap
0: but um, I, I get a feeling from from what I heard he'd gone to management and complained that he's essentially he's being asked to play in the middle but he wasn't really being trained well for it and he's, he's basically saying look I'm an edge right and look with out and then Preston playing so well I can understand why they've tried to move him but essentially, he's gone and sort of said he he and a few other players, they're unhappy with being forced out of position. Yep. So, yeah, look, I can understand it and look in a side that's not going so well. But it's a bit sad to tell your captain, oh, you can move on if you want. Uh, the, uh, Yeah, so I think they've got quite a few players. And I think Ryan Sutton, they've said, oh, you can move on too. Wow. Yeah, look, there's a a few guys. I reckon they're going to go through another huge churn this year, the Bulldogs, unfortunately. But, look, next year they will get a bit better, I think, if they can sign a few more of these guys. And if they can put their hands on someone like Payne Haas or um, uh, Tino, that would be very interesting.
1: I think Toby Sexton's really added a, another dimension to this team. I've given him a lot of stick in the past, but he is a much better game manager than Matt Burton, and it lets Burton be more that running 5 eighths which is exactly what he needs to be doing, running out wide at uh, at other backs or even centers.
0: Oh, certainly. And the fact that he can run on play 4 without having to worry about kicking on play 5, uh, you can see that liberation in the way that he plays. So yep. the Bulldogs, they have looked decent in attack. It's just been the defense, which has been pretty woeful. So... I imagine that they're going to be doing a lot of tackle bags in the off season. Just hopefully not concussioning and hurting all of their own forwards in the process. Like poor old Luke Thompson, who's still not back. He's, oh, he's the other guy who's been told he can leave.
1: Yeah. I wonder if that's just because of his body. It's just, they're
0: just not getting the games and minutes out of him. It, it probably. And I think he's also just not happy with the way that, you know, if you get injured at training like that, like in so many other guys do, I'd, I'd be looking at leaving too. Uh, all right, so who have we got winning this one, guys? I've got the Dolphin by 18. I reckon they'll just I'll start off slow, and then they'll build up some points. How about you, Mitch? i got the Doggies by four. I've been wrong on them all year, but let's go again. <laughs> yeah, <a bit> <laughs> little, but about four or five, yeah. Uh, how about you, Adam? Yeah, Dolphins by 10. I like it. Okay, last game of the rounds uh, we get to is the Titans versus the Cowboys. Uh, I reckon this one will be done pretty early. Mitch, take us away. What's happening with the Titans? Yeah, the Titans have swapped Joe
1: Stimson and Cleese Haas with the young gun shifting back to the bench. Aaron Clark has kept the number 13 jersey in uh, Big Tino's absence, while Chris Larendel could again swap into the starting lineup an hour before kickoff. Uh, on the other side of the ball for the Cowboys, rookie Kalifuku. For- oh, you gave me this team again. <laughs> uh, Bruno Fakia... Has slotted into the back row replacing young guy jeremiah no, no there you go who has been sidelined for up to six weeks with an ac joint injury elsewhere sam mcintyre and jermaine snell brown have been named on the bench with griffin neem also sidelined under NRL concussion protocol and that is just a monster stitch up
0: again <laughs> all right let's let's talk about the real quick ones first to get him out of the way so look obviously uh Looking at the Titans, guys, I'm not sure that there's too many Titans really left that you want that aren't named David Fafita. And you've got a question, uh Adam, or well, you you got thoughts. Has David Fafita come back to the pack? What are you thinking?
2: I I I don't think so, but he has got two scores in 40. I, I actually want to talk to Mitch
0: about this. He was injured during Origin with a hit pointer or something. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, you know, back, back spasms. spasms. It, it, apparently it wasn't the hit pointer in the end, but he did have back spasms during the game. Would Would that continue over for the next couple of weeks? Is that
2: what we're seeing as a result? Or are we seeing just him just tired and exhausted?
1: Uh, It depends on the nature of the back injury. So, if the back injury is just a bit more of a muscular thing, then in all probability, he should have been right within a week or two. Uh, So, Mm. we'd probably expect to see him pick up this week. Uh, If it's more sort of a discal injury where there's a bit of nerve pain associated and and it's sort of more as a result of that, I would anticipate a bit like we saw with Pengai Jr. last year that he might struggle the rest of the season. So, this look, will be the litmus test against the Cowboys. If his numbers pick up and he looks better running the ball, it was probably just one of those muscular things. If it's sort of he looks again a bit off the pace and back to the pack, it could be just something that lingers for the rest of the season for him.
0: Yeah, and look, he was given a rest last week. I'm pretty sure they pulled him because the game had just gotten away from them. So, why, uh, why redline a guy in a game that doesn't really matter very much? I reckon yep. he will be better uh, both when, when Tino is back and uh just with the game a little bit closer because they were just blown off the park he was just basically run 10 meters go up make a tackle run 10 meters run another 10 meters it's just running all game so mm-hmm. uh and look the answer is 46 isn't the worst score you could cop um but and at 800k he's pretty decently priced uh looking at the other options here. Uh, I'm not sure that there's any other Titans that anyone wants to own. Anyone disagree? No. Now, look, don't get tempted by Aaron Clark. I know people have been tempted before. Tino's coming back. Uh, if you want to cash out and you hate yourself, go get Wade (laughs) Green. On the other side, Cowboys, they got to buy around 24. Please remember. Uh, so before picking up a gun like Val Holmes, Scotty Drinkwater, obviously you own him. Uh, or any of these other guys, just remember that round 24-by do not end up with too many Cowboys. Uh, anyone of interest for you from this side, Adam? I want to talk about Reece, uh Robson. Yep. Now, he, he before the season,
2: I think a lot of teams had him. I've held him all the way through, and he has been disappointing,
0: to say the least. Um, he scored he two points not- less than... No, he scored the same amount of points as uh, Grant last week.
1: which is not great if you own both like i do oh i've got them both too don't worry yuck Yuck. yeah
2: i'm just wondering it's 600 k do you try and sell them either upgrade them or
0: downgrade them i like if if, assuming that you have um grant as well look you can you just need cover the answer is who's your cover brandon hands was a the perfect cover, right up until the point where they signed Joey Lussick. So, mm. and and we didn't really mention Brendan Hands much, but basically his ability to be a starting hooker was never really there. But even his ability to be a backup hooker has just had a little bit shakier now, right? Mm. So, with Freddie Lussick on the bench, so and the fact that they've gone out and bought someone from overseas for Super League and that push towards the finals means they mean to play him. They've named on the yeah, bench week one, so for me, Uh look, you just got to have some sort of backup hooker. Who else are you buying? That's cheaper. Yeah, that's true.
1: That and, um, and if what? you
0: got if you already own Cam Murray, buying Cookie that's as dangerous because they got the around twenty six byte. So really, you just got to work out who who else do you want to own. Like I'm looking if, through.
2: If you have got trays, you run the gauntlet and try and pick up like a. Do a two person trade and try and pick up uh David Fafita, Robson and uh I don't know who uh,
0: whoever else. Oh, I know. It's, been a, it's yeah. been a friggin' apocalypse this year, like for hookers. Uh yeah. I'll put you this way, the Grant's the highest priced at seven hundred thirty six K. Now, hooky was priced at like what nine hundred at the beginning of the year, guys, nine forty? Yeah, something like that. Uh is at six seventy nine. Lachlan Croker is the third highest uh <laughs> that's priced hooker uh, coming off a 70 and then after that it's you're talking about Jerry Marshall King with one shoulder or you're back to Reese Robson who's still averaging 50 right like the only other guy that you Reed Money just came off a 10 like it's it's just it's not the year for it mate the only guy you possibly look at is Brand Smith but you're only saving 70, 60k like or 80k so no I wouldn't do it mate
2: I was just thinking, just running one hooker just
0: because it's been so bad. I oh, just you, hope and pray that Grant just pulls through. You certainly can. The only other guy worth looking at there, Appy Carousel, 491. Mm. It's easy quality. All right. Uh, apart from that, guys, don't, obviously, Scottie Drinkwater, spin a gun. Uh, don't get to Luciano Lee Lua. Look, I'm not sure that people are really hurting for edge choices here. He's coming off of 36, so he did well the week before, but everyone did in that stitch-up. So, guys, who have we got winning this one?
1: Uh, Adam? Oh, Cowboys by plenty. Excellent. Mitch? Oh, I think you have to take the Cowboys until they demonstrate otherwise, so
0: let's go Cowboys by 16. I like it. Uh, yeah, look, I've got the Cowboys by 20. Uh, and look, Warriors on the buy. So I've got SJ and Tohu as keepers. Uh, putting out good performances. Now, chance Nickel Clockstad is an option. Basically, if you've got... I've got SJ Tohu and chance I'm probably going to just keep all three. Um, My clear play didn't pay off last week, so I'm probably out of coming first overall. So, look, I'll just probably keep it and take a slight hit this week. But you can trade him. Dylan Edwards is pretty closely priced and will probably score about two to three points more. Again, trade-dependent. Make sure you're keeping at least three trades up your sleeve for the run home, if not more. Uh, now, guys, I've got Cleary uh, as my captain this week. Mitch, who have you got? All hail the king. Nathan Cleary should be the captain. I don't own him, but if I
1: did, I would captain him. Nice. How about you, Adam?
0: Yeah, all hail the king. Excellent. How about vice captains this week? A few more options. How about, what have you got, Adam. Yeah, I got, I'm got. i holding on to Heinz, so he's got to be vice-captain, right? I like it. Uh, Mitch?
1: Oh, Heinz scares me against Penrith, so I'm going to go Payne Haas because they need to beat the Roosters to keep that top two spot, and uh, I think he'll play big minutes this week.
0: I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think that uh, Haas or Heinz, both of them are completely fine. I've got Heinz personally as, as the vice uh, because if Cleary's out, then Heinz will do better. Uh, now, how about spicy, Captain, this week? Uh, let's start with you, Adam. Yeah, i got drinking versus the Cowboys. Oh, versus the um, Dogs. The Gold Coast? Oh, the, the Gold Coast, sorry. yeah, That's all yeah. right, the Titans. <laughs> uh, oh, <good>. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys' Dogs. Yeah, gotcha. Um, <laughs> I like it. He, he could certainly do well there, and he's been on a bit of a tear. How about you, Mitch?
1: i got DC against that uh, Dragons pack. He might have another big week uh hope he doesn't but i think he could
0: excellent and uh as for me personally i have Kalen ponger as the spicy choice up against uh jared Croker on an edge so uh against the raiders i think he'll do pretty well all right let's quickly talk trades i'm going to try and hold the line this week probably for the first time since round two and not trade anyone uh maybe round four i can't remember this last time i didn't trade uh, how about you, Adam? Yeah, I'm bringing Lemueli Edwards and some sort of cheapy for Buller, Taff, and Graham. Fair enough. Actually, you know what? I reckon this is the first round all year that I haven't actually made a trade. That's kind of where I'm at in my life. I'm an Stew, and I'm a trade dad. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I got to cut down. I got to cut down. Now I'm running out, so got to chill out. How about you, Mitch? Any trades?
1: Yeah, I've got a few. I'm going to start using that bank I've been keeping uh, back there. So, I've got to get rid of Buller. So, Buller to Edwards, Sullivan to Jed Cartwright and to Toller to McInnes. And that leaves me 150k sitting in my kitty to
0: try and turn Munster into Cleary, I'm hoping. All right. And Adam, I think you've asked the question, how many trades should people have? And the answer is preferably at least one per round remaining, right? Yeah. Yeah, look, I I'm slightly below that, which I'm not happy about, but that's why I'm not touching my trades. So I've also reached my fifteen million goal for the year, which is nice. That is, is nice. Your team is so stacked. So that's it. But I've just I've pushed myself to the limit. I just have to stop if I get. You know like what the problem injury, with that I'm team gone. is,
1: Stu. You're going to have that bloody emergency issue where all your emergency players are outscoring your interchange. Oh,
0: you should have seen last week, bro. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Here we go. Mate, <laughs> Here I, we I go. haven't complained about it for a long time, but let, let me tell you my tale woe from last week. So I've got Tohu Harris in my emergencies with 59, right? I did say that. <laughs> uh, I've got Brendan Hands with a 46, and I've got Jerry Suwali with a 56 all sitting there. <laughs> like, son of a bitch, why can't you be in my regular team? But you know what? First of all, problems, right?
1: Yeah. If you have a team so good that the 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 emergencies is doing that, and you still rank twenty six, life's pretty good.
0: That's it. It did, it
1: did cost you the W against Nick, though. So I did actually uh,
0: those few points there. If I swapped those guys around, I, I would have pulled it out. But you've taken a few
1: losses in the family league, mate. Like five this oh, year. That's probably your worst season the- ever.
0: A few in the head-to-head. It's, yeah, there's a few head-to-head leagues. I just haven't done as well this year. I've really gone heavy on the buy rounds to build yep. up my rank, but it means it's cost me in regular week-to-week sometimes where I've just, I've done all right. But I've only, as I said, I've only cracked a 1,000 twice this year. So, is what it is. Uh, look, let's get to some questions. I'll farm them out to you guys so that people don't need to listen to me talk and answer all the questions. Just pulling them up now because I'm so well-prepared uh okay birdman literally the name of the page uh he's thinking about going all in for his last three trades so he makes it to the final he's going to trade tohu to murray metcalf to teddy and he's and robson the cheese to get the cash to make the first two what are you thinking about that one gut check on you adam Yeah, if if you're doing the final, wheels up. How about you, Mitch? Would you do it for the finals? What's the point of getting
1: in Murray if he's going to have a buy in a few rounds? No, no, no. It
0: doesn't matter. He's saying next week's the grand final. This week's the major semi.
1: Oh, go do it. You got to win. There's no point saving a trade. That happened to me a couple of years back and I lost and I had more trades than I needed because I was out. (laughs) It (laughs) it happened. It's a true story. So, so no, no, pull the trigger, man. Go balls deep. (laughs)
0: That's it. Now, he's saying that instead of cheese, he can afford Randall, Hans, Corusau, or Aaron Clark. up. Will... Yeah, Corusau's the one for me. Yeah, I'd take I was going to say, I'd go Corusau too. Yeah, looking at that team, uh, the Tigers, they're playing Corusau as much as they can to try and convince players to come to their squad next year. So, they're yeah, really Oh the, one the be team. Uh, the, him. Look, I'll be honest with you, I reckon if you've got a chance to play with Papali, Bateman, and Corusau up front, Right? And, you right. know, just ignore salty clamor. You do it, right? Anyway. You it a lot That's it. Uh, all right. Next one is, hey, peeps, is Teddy worth a look? Can swap straight for Buller? Mitch. I'd go Edwards before I went Teddy.
1: Excellent. But, like, I don't I don't hate it, but I go Edwards first.
0: And he goes up the was, not the Prince of Penrose. I don't know who the Prince of Penrose is, but I guess well done to you, mate. Uh, all right. Vinnie Shoesmith. This one's for you, Adam. He's got Moses, Hopgood, and Pennacini. He's thought of trading Moses to Haas or Yo or Murray. I like it. He's already got Cleary Hines, DC, and SJ. So I think he's saying, I don't need a half. Yeah, I would. Out of those ones, I think
3: I'd go Yo just because he doesn't have the buy.
0: Yep. No, that's the guy that I chose. You,
3: Mitch? Would you agree?
0: Easy. No, I think that's fair enough. Okay, this one's start with you, Mitch. Uh, he's thinking, uh, Gerald Ward is thinking Hopgood to Cleary, Boyd to Murray, and Buller to anyone who is cheaper, ba- basically, essentially cash down. What was the first one? Sorry, Hopgood to Cleary. Hop good to Cleary, Boyd um, to Murray, and Buller to anyone cheaper. Oh, I don't know if I like the Hopgood to Cleary,
1: just because Hopgood is, is going to keep punching out points. I don't, I don't hate it. Certainly Boyd to Murray. Tick. Cash down, fine. Uh, I don't know if
0: I'd be moving Hopgood on. In. No, I'd find someone else. I would absolutely cash down bullets like someone worth like 280k, like your way Graham, right? And mm. then upgrade someone else to you, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I just, I just don't like that. I think that's a bit of
0: a sideways move. I like it. All right. This one's for you, Adam. Uh Callum Crigio apparently has got Moses, Hopgood, and Anasini. He's going to hold all into the last round, but is it worth it to just trade Moses to DC now? Doesn't have I enough of theory. Th- I think it depends on how many
2: trades you have. Six. That, that, that's a very luxury Six. sort of trade. Six?
0: Six. Well, I don't hate it. Okay. Uh, I'm to doing the same thing there mate don't mind. he can also do fr- from what he said here double trade he can go uh hop good to Cleary but he's wearing Panther Stars being rested in the last round
2: I don't yeah. think as as we touched on I don't think Hopgood's good to sell um and I don't think that um Cleary's gonna get time off I think he's gonna they're gonna work him back into match fitness um and there's only, what did you say, six weeks,
0: five weeks, six weeks left. So I, I think he's going to be playing all the way through. Yeah, look, I, I think that he'll probably play less minutes in that last game. I reckon he'll get named. I reckon they'll just bench him. Late. Like They'll play, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, forget what? him. Salmon? Yeah, they'll, they'll play Salmon in that game. And, and, and that just get him and luwai off pretty early, I reckon. Like, uh, you know, with maybe 60 minutes played. So I might not yeah. be captaining him in the last rounds, but I I do reckon he'll play.
3: Who do they have?
0: What as as far as people who can play in the halves. Nah, um the Panthers. Uh, they got the Cowboys. But if the mm. if they got the Prime Minor Premiership, they had the Cowboys last year too, they just sent no one. They played no one, they rested all the starting 13. Yeah, it's very true. Alright. Uh, let's go just checking the other sources of questions. Okay, Tom Conway has come to this one's for you, Mitch. Eight trades left uh pre trades, likely getting clear this week. Is it better to get Garrick uh for coverage? Because it currently is playing one of Ramian and Valence Taware, or getting in D- DCE but not having the coverage and having to play uh Ramian or Valence Taware?
1: The whole, sorry, repeat that. So, if he gets uh, the other one, he, he has he, coverage.
0: He, basically, he's so either getting Garrick, and that way he doesn't need to play Ramian each week, right? Yep. Or Vance yep. Tawari. Or uh, he can get DCE, who will probably outscore Drinky. Uh, sorry, outscore um, Garrick. But yes. he doesn't get the coverage. Tawari is a bit scary on a
1: Dolphins team that's been a bit up and down, and so is Ramien on a Sharks team that's spiraling out. I think you have to go the coverage,
0: don't you? I like the coverage. How about you? Uh, Adam? Nah, wheels aren't Oh, God. Oh, mate. Okay, oh. definitely, definitely go and get rid of Raimian, mate. Go and get Garrick. Uh, Tom, oh, that's from that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. nah, us. Get, get the courage. Okay. Do-
2: seriousness. I'd, I'd pocket the cash and go Lemueli.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. I like that. Actually, Lemurelli is probably a great option there. Uh, Tom, if you're listening. All right, uh, from the rogue sides, uh, we have... Nigel McFall has asked, the gun team, it doesn't score many points. Next year, should I just field 16 Billy Burns and an Aaron Clark for captaincy purposes? Mitch?
1: Oh, mate, I feel it. It's been a bit of a rough year for me. Um, Billy Burns did look pretty good the other day, but I got got nothing. I got nothing. (laughs) It's been a long year.
0: It has been. All right, and this one for you, Adam. Dan Boone is asking, any decent cash down options under 400K? I'm guessing probably to find some cash to bring in a gun. Who's, who's your number one pick this week?
2: I I'm um, As much as I beg them and
3: they're
2: going to blow up, blow up the scene, I just don't think that they have any other edges. So I'm going to go Wade Graham on the shark's edge as the cash down for like 285k or whatever it was we worked out before.
0: Yep, I'm having a look. Yep, 285k. I'm having a look through the rest of the players in there. Uh, the only other way is uh, Kuli Kefu, Vene who I believe is he playing on an edge this week. Yeah, but how long's Luki yet gone for? Ah, uh, yes, Luki's back from the jaw in a week or two. Now you're perfectly there. Um, you've picked it up. Uh, let's see. I'd also
2: watch. Um, I don't know if you can, but I'd also wait for the Dolphins' twenty-four hour team list because I'm not. I'm not sold that Drew Marshall King is playing. Okay. From all reports, his shoulders cocked.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I think it's one of those ones where they, they might be giving it that last run to the finals. So yeah. between three and four hundred k, is there anyone else worth a deem available? Milford Snow, Ezra Mam. Like what? Re- Ezra Mim is currently pr- here. We go. Ezra M currently priced at three hundred seventy nine k. Let's see. Wasn't he like like six hundred? Like yeah. the of the year the years? He was. He's been on a bit of a slide. It just hasn't got tries lately. Uh, Tau Kula It's coming off as fifty eight scores, three hundred fifty two k dual player position he's another good cash down option.
3: That's nice.
0: Plays every game. Uh it's coming back into form. He actually looked pretty good, pretty fast. Um, that's probably it as far as cash downs. I'm looking through the available players. There's really not much to look at there. Wonga Blake, I'm not sure how he's playing. He had the worst game that I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, I felt so bad for him. Uh, all right. Uh, that's the end of the questions. Any last thoughts from you, Mitch? Uh nothing tonight, mate. I like it. How about from you, Adam?
3: Nah. Nah.
0: Wheels up. I'll do. Ex excellent. Yeah, I was about to say you you normally up the waz, but this week is what they they're all in Bali, mate.
2: Yeah, so we got to go up. All of Kowashi, up, Ramian. Let's go.
0: That's it, and uh, hopefully all of you have a great fantasy week out there. All the best for those of you who've started or in your finals. I uh, hope everything goes really well. And Mitch probably gave the best piece of advice there, which is, is that if you're not sure if you're going to make your finals you may as well spend those trades rather than be left out. At least you won't die wondering. All right, this is Boom or Bust, round 22, signing out. Thanks for listening to the Boom or Bust podcast. Make sure to subscribe and check out our Facebook page for more info.